Green is brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. How did climate change action and carbon capture fare at the G7 summit? The pizzazz and self-important bustling of the G7 international leaders, their handlers, media persons and all the enablers of that ilk are departed from picturesque Carpus Bay in tourist-friendly picturesque Cornwall. My great-aunt Lily had a small shop in Carpus Bay. She would doubtless have approved of the buzz and crowds. Good for business, one would have thought. But alas, Aunt Lily and her shop are long gone. Did you see the media release pick of the G7 main players and the non-G7 guests sitting round the table, President Ramaphosa among them? Rather like the poor relations who were invited to the banquet at the manor house by the gentry of old, enjoying the goodies but not really participating and being condescended to by modern-day Lady de Burgh's and the troops of protesters and demonstrators in nearby Falmouth. They provided colourful photo opportunities for the press and TV. In a very British way, the Devon and Cornwall cops have thanked the protesters for being peaceful and well organised. Has anything useful come out of the G7 circus for addressing the climate change emergency? There have been some critical comments from the usual protesting sources, but the consensus seems to be not much but at least not nothing. Analyst Roger Harriban of the BBC feels the world's rich nations, which caused the climate crisis, know what's expected of them, but they consistently fail to deliver in full. This summit made some progress, especially on heralding the demise of coal, the fuel that drove the Industrial Revolution and sent emissions soaring. But for the umpteenth time, the rich club has failed to deliver on its promise to channel 100 billion dollars a year to poor nations coping with a heating climate. Yes, bilateral deals have offered top-up funding to developing nations, South Africa included, but although we haven't seen the details yet, it's clear that they won't tot up to the magic 100 billion mark. There are definite moves to discourage investment in coal by rich countries. As one wag observed, they're making plans to make a plan. And President Biden committed to phasing out coal in power generation in the USA, although how he plans to get that through the fossil fuel lobby and Congress has not been disclosed. Generally, though, the tide is turning against coal and fossil fuels, but the solutions to cutting back on coal or building carbon-capturing facilities are high-tech and expensive. All very well for the capital-flush G7 countries, but South Africa, along with our fellow poorer developing nations, will battle. Crumbs from the rich person's table. Mid-year is a good time to note how the atmospheric carbon dioxide levels are doing. The maximum CO2 levels have built up over the northern hemisphere in the northern winter, and now the young spring greenery will accelerate the absorption of CO2. The May peak of CO2 measured at the NOAA monitoring station on Mauna Loa and by the Scripps Oceanographic Institution at various points around the world is a tad lower than it was pre-COVID, but not significantly. 419 parts per million, up about 2 parts per million from last year, which was up about 2 ppm from the year before, and so on, back every year, with no deviation to 1953 when the measurements were first made by climatologist Charles Keeling. It's called the Keeling Curve, 
and it's a legacy, an ongoing legacy, of the Industrial Revolution and of humankind's dependence, enthusiastic dependence, on the ICE, the internal combustion engine. But the electric vehicle is knocking at the door. Thanks for listening. I'm John Richards. There'll be more Being Green here on Fine Music Radio next week. Being Green was brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. If we condense the history of Earth into 24 hours, then we've been around for a few seconds. A short time to create havoc, yet long enough to know that we have the power to make a difference to our planet. It starts at home, from the moment we wake up and turn on our energy-saving light bulbs. Switch on to a sustainable world with Galinda Moser from Remax Living, our passionate and proud sponsor of Being Green on Fine Music Radio. If